from the stage because mm. I like the scale of it all, you know? And so it work. It's a really good, it's a good balance. So on your team, I do think extroverts, introverts, different styles, how people are naturally, how they naturally experience the world is how you have to decide your sales medium. That makes sense. You have that idea to do this in 2019 mm-hmm. because people are asking you, how'd you, get how'd these, I get paid to speak? How'd you yep. get paid to speak? How many people were at the first event? 10 people really? in a conference room. I don't, we didn't even have an upsell. I didn't even know what an upsell was. Like, how much I, was the event? Like, Okay, now this is another thing. <laughs> the event <laughs> price was three hundred dollars. We just go because we could just come on. I could just tell you, hundred okay, percent. It's over now. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but like, okay, the event price was three hundred dollars. When I saw the ticket sales were slow, we were like, all right, we're gonna DM people on Facebook and say, hey, looks like you're interested in the event. You qualify for a fifty percent off scholarship. So then people mm-hmm. were like, oh, I could do the scholarship. And they, we had them up, up. We were like, you qualify, but you need to apply. Fill out this Google form. I didn't do no high. T- I didn't have no funnels. Right. It was like a Google form. All I knew mm-hmm. was Google form and Eventbrite. Mm-hmm. So all y'all getting caught up on funnels. Just just forget about it. Google form and Eventbrite. They're still around. Mm-hmm. So that's what we did. And then when we saw ticket sales were still low, we'd be like, sis, you want to come for free? <laughs> you want to pull up? <laughs> You want to just hit, you want to just show up to this thing, and, you know, it, whatever you got love offering, you know? <laughs> and so it was 10 people. And, and the thing about it was David, I remember being lit at them 10 people. Mm. Like I made my first sale online and I was, it was like $30. I was like, Chris, when I, I would call him at work all the time, Chris, I just made a sale $30. He's like, here she go again. <laughs> she got to get her mind right. My money right. mindset was off, I guess. But it but it was because I interpreted every sale as opportunity. Yeah. I didn't look at like, oh, I didn't make a million yet. I wasn't on Instagram like, oh, she did a nine-figure launch. Mm. $30. I'm a loser. I was just like, $30, this is great. Someone yeah. wants to hear me talk about what I love. And they showed up, and it was great. And I just told them, go home. And then they were like, what else? Like, well, we need more. Right. And I was like, I guess I'll do another event. And we didn't, we didn't have an event budget. We, <laughs> we uh, snuck into WeWork because he worked there during the day. So on the weekends, I was like, yo, no one's there. We did, we snuck, we did the WeWork play four times. Oh, wow. Like, it, and I don't want to say snuck in. We had a key. WeWork, don't come after me, Lord Jesus. But we had a key, you know, but like we literally just used the WeWork space and that was it. We just had a conference room in WeWork. Okay, 2019 first event. Did you do any other events in 2019? I think we did four our first year. So we did one a quarter. Okay, so and early 2019 you did one. Mm-hmm. Ten people. Yep. Some paid, some not. Right, right, right. We did another one. We did another one. About 15 people. 15 people. Some paid, some not. We did another one in Atlanta, actually. About 15 people. Where was Where was this one at? Chicago. Chicago. So our okay, first yeah, one Chicago. was in Chicago. Our second was in Chicago. I think our third one was in Atlanta. Um, and then we did another one. How many people were in Atlanta? In Chicago, about 15 people. 15, okay. And then we did another one in Chicago. And the one we did in Chicago, I think it was our fourth one in Chicago. It was like 30 people at that one. Oh, it's lit. And I was just like through the roof. I was like, this is it. And most paid at this point. Most paid. I think everyone paid at That's that point. That's exciting. Same $300? Yes. And it was okay. only one day. And we did have, so I ended up figuring out that I was supposed to have an upsell of these things to like further help people. Yeah. And I did, but like, it wasn't, it wasn't wild. It was, it was, I didn't even know what I was doing. Let me ask this. Okay. So we do an event, a few people, we make no money. Second, no money. Third, we they travel. Make, you make a little money, meaning, like three, a thousand, two thousand. That's a little money. 
Well, I mean, <laughs> it still costs to put it on the the time you yeah. do it or whatever, yeah. right? What is was the goal just growing these events just for the ticket sales? It or did you see some? It wasn't strategic. It was just my outlet yeah. because I was doing law, but I liked law. I just felt like when I led with lawyer, I was placed in this box of doing someone's trademark and the yeah. internet, you know, like it was just like, the, it was like, Oh, you're an online lawyer, trademarks, terms and conditions. And I was like, I was a federal trial lawyer. I used to pay a lot of money for this. You know what I mean? And they'd be like, Ooh, 2000 seems rough. Like, <laughs> like what? Well, I didn't go to Northwestern for this. You know what right. I mean? And so I did this as a way to do something I love. And it was an easier way to make money than law because trademark okay. still took a year. And I told my friend this, if I did a $2,000 trademark and you divide 2000 by 12, I was only getting a couple hundred per month that I was servicing a client right. as a Northwestern lawyer who spent hundreds of thousands of dollars Facts. on a degree. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. 
Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. So this, it was one day, but I'm making, you know, two or three thousand. And then eventually, I don't remember which one it was that I started doing an upsell, but I had a 5K upsell. Three people bought it. And after that, I was like, oh, uh, this, this is way better over here. Yeah. So 2020, we're doing an event, but that's. That's, that's, that's C-19. Now, 2020 was when we were going to have our first event, like big event. We were going to get a venue. We were going to go all out. And that was when COVID hit. And this is also, by this time, I also wasn't selling books to speak anymore. By this time, if someone wanted me to speak, it was $15,000. And I was getting paid $12,000 to $15,000 to speak virtually because of the pandemic. Right. And I was licensing things to companies. So if a company wanted to license something, they pay $5K a month to license a recording that I pre-recorded. Really? Yeah. So the pandemic was... Are these still schools or these corporates? Colleges and corporations. So at this point... I did colleges and corporations. So was the process still the same of just like cold calling, trying to get, but I'm I'm, I'm asking these selfish questions because (laughs) I think I'm going, I think I'm going back into speaking. I I haven't been wanting to speak like that, but people will be, I I get booked for certain things and I enjoy it. So it is, but I will say this, I will say this. Like, let's say social proof has an event. Mm -hmm. I go to speak at social proofs event. It's very fun. Social proof probably wouldn't pay me as much as like the Omaha Association of Accountants. For sure. Not as fun. But mm-hmm. hit me up if y'all in that group. But like not <laughs> as fun. But they gonna run with the 2025K because they need really qualified speakers to go there. But if and I what go are you speaking to on? I speak on confidence. Okay. So I did a TEDx talk. So this is the new strategy. We did a TEDx talk called The Currency of Confidence. And The Currency of Confidence is something we have a registered trademark on that name. It goes through the mindset, beliefs, and actions of successful people. Mm -hmm. And so when I do the talk to college students, I sell it as mindset, belief, and actions of successful students. I do it to entrepreneurs. It's the same framework, but it's for entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And if we do it for corporations, it's the same framework, but it's for highly productive executives, right? And so we didn't, because I was doing all these little talks and I had to make a new talk every time. That was not time efficient and it didn't allow me to then bring in a consultant who's cheaper than me to give the talk so I get paid for the speech but I don't have to give the talk Mm. so I needed a framework that I own so I got the trademark for it so the IP lawyer that worked out and for a while I hired my own firm to do all my trademarks hold on hold on hold on you trademarked a presentation I trademarked the name of my presentations we probably have on file over 20 trademarks we trademark all of our names. Um, I trademarked Speak Your Way to Cash. I trademarked the Currency of Confidence. And I trademarked the Love Method of Communication. And I trademarked the Paid Methodology, the MBA Method. Any framework I teach in my program that has a name affixed to it, I'm going to file a trademark for it. So mm. much so that we have part-time in-house counsel that literally works for our firm to quickly file all of our trademarks. If we get an idea, we're sending it to our in-house counsel and we're getting it trademarked because Mm. when I sell my stuff to colleges, to corporations, any of those entities, I'm not selling me. I'm selling the talk. 
that way, if they come back and say, oh, we don't have your $25,000 to speak, I can be like, all right, what's your budget? Like, oh, we got seven. Okay, cool. I already have the slides written. I already have everything done. I bring in a consultant who I pay hourly, maybe 80 to 100 an hour. Like, hey, I need you for four hours to prep and give a talk. I give them their hourly rate, but I pocket the rest because I own the IP. You too good for a $7,000 speaking gig? Y'all got me on the seven? I mean, we don't make something happen. <laughs> make something but that happen, is maybe. lit. That's so if they don't pay your full fee, you just give that person a presentation. They obviously have to be good communicators. They have to be good. And and here's the great thing about training speakers. Sometimes I can, if I don't give them, if I don't take it and I don't do it in-house, I still will take sales calls for speaking engagements to vet it. And for my clients who are trained in our programs, I've been able to refer five-figure contracts. Mm. I've been able to refer and not even on some like, and give me a cutback of it. I'll do it now. We may formalize like a speaking agency, but sometimes you do it because you you coach people like there's people who are excellent who just need that first paid engagement yeah. to believe that it's real. Mm -hmm. And then they're up yeah. like we the clients who we've been able to look that you're doing the pitching, you're doing the work. It's just a sales process. Yeah. Like who I am now wasn't created this year. It was, it was like my whole life and my parents gave me a lot of confidence and my husband, you know, I have a really great husband. Like he, yeah. we've been, we grew up together. We got married at 22 and 23. Oh, wow. So all of that, if someone else doesn't have all of that, it may take them a little bit longer to get the confidence to really sell their self. Mother's Day is almost here and you can get her the most beautiful time tested gift around a watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried and true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try sell their services so if we can help them then that's that's great for us we love referring business that's hard selling the speech yeah you sell the you sell the framework and it's proprietary so once they buy in they didn't buy in on a confidence speaker they want the currency of confidence program you can only get that from our firm you cannot get this anywhere else because if you do they're violating our ip we didn't license it to anyone else to get it so now you're an expert. You're pricing outside the market because you're the only one. That's why diamonds cost more because everyone can't afford them. That's where you want to be. This is incredible. I got some little frameworks too. That would be yes. dope. And Joe, you can just go speak that joint, bro. And I'll give you some bread. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and trade market. That is, I never even, 
I never heard of that. I don't think trademark it, and and that's the thing is like most um what's out th- what's the information out there about trademarks is like you need a trademark so nobody steals your brand. But the truth of it is, this is the truth. This go, I I love my trademark lawyer colleagues, but this is the truth. Most people who are buying a trademark for that ideology can't afford to defend their brand if someone steals it anyways. Mm -hmm. So the real reason you want to use a trademark when you're just starting your business is so that you can leverage it to make money. Because if you have an only statement, like, hey, we're the only firm in the world that teaches the paid methodology. So if you want to learn our step-by-step process and you want to learn this methodology, you have to learn it here. So and you know you can you can affirmatively say that, no cap, as the young folks say, because you own it. It's in the registered trademark database. Anyone else that's using it is literally stealing from you. Wow. Selling the methodology, selling the process, selling the transformation, because it's not necessarily that... Especially if you're not like a celebrity. Right. They're not booking you because you're a celebrity. They're booking you because they feel like you can get them a certain outcome. Yes, until you become a celebrity. Mm-hmm. But at, as of right now, if you can get people an outcome, it doesn't matter who delivers the message as long as yep. they get the outcome. Yep. And that's why you have to sell them on the outcome and you have to use we language in your sales calls. Because what you don't want to do is be like your whole website's like I, me and my dog. And then you on there like, oh, our consultants are going to they like. What consultants? God, God, <laughs> like, like I thought it was you. you and your cat and your dog. Like, where are these consultants coming from? So you want to always use that language before you have that. I love that. Okay, dang. So now your 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 primary business is this thing that started with a couple people showing up, where you're just teaching people. Are you teaching them how to get gigs or how to speak? How to land the contract. So essentially how sales. How land the contract. Okay, gotcha. So gotcha. We're, te- we're, we're teaching them sales, how to land the contract, how to sell. And in the beginning, it was, ve- it was very narrow, like how to sell to colleges. Then it went how to sell to colleges and corporations. Then it went how to sell in general because a lot of our clients are like, look, I need a business model that has coaching, that has speaking, that has consulting. I don't want to be boxed in because in like it, depending on what the economy does, you may want to have a coaching business where you can go direct to consumer. And then you may also want to have a few corporate contracts that are bringing in a revenue stream as well. Mm. So now we just teach sales generally. And really it's the same process. Like we do webinars for corporations. Like it's the same, it's a very similar sales process, but sales is literally transference of belief. So you have to be able Whoa, to transfer that. Slow down, slow down. <laughs> Exp- explain that one more time. The definition, my definition of sales is the transference of belief. The transference of belief. Yeah. Sales is a transference of belief. Yes. And the more you believe, the more they will buy. And not, not fake belief. Like, oh, I'm a believer. But then all your actions are not in alignment with it. Like our, the currency of confidence is like your, it, it's a formula for building confidence. So your thoughts literally become your beliefs. Mm-hmm. You hold your beliefs in your heart, but they show up in your feet. So what you believe mm. you do. If you say you believe something and you don't do it, you're lying. If I say I love my husband, but I'm out here in these streets, I'm lying. Mm-hmm. I don't love him. You know what I mean? And so he won't believe it. Right. And I ain't never in these streets. You know, I love my man. <laughs> but like literally, it's all about what you believe. And even with a book, if I didn't believe anyone would buy the book or read the book, I wouldn't have wrote it. But what mm. happens with most people is they believe a little bit. So they write the book and then they market a little bit. You market at the level of your belief. You sell at the level of your belief. You work at the level of your belief. Like I wake up in the morning on charge because I believe I'm here to change the world. Yeah. 
Like, I don't think I'm here to make money. Like, that feels dumb. Why would God, like, I don't think God, I think God loves us having money, but I'm not in the camp of like, if you're rich, God loves you more. And I think that is a flawed sales process that's out in the marketplace. Oh, God wants you to have money. So if you broke, God don't love that. He don't love you because you don't have no, I don't, I don't believe he's up there in mm. heaven. Like show me your bank account, where the receipts, you know what I mean? <laughs> I do believe God is like her biggest witness is going to come from being successful because it's a draw. And as long as her heart is towards me, then I can work with that. Mm. That's what I believe. So I don't, I believe that people will listen to me more because we made millions at that event. And so it was important to me to make millions at that event so I could attract the right people at the right time to get the right transformation. I believe I could have changed their lives when I was making $100,000, but they wouldn't have heard it the same. So I had to make the millions so they would pay more attention. Here in America, work is in trouble. We've offshored our manufacturing, sent away good jobs, and lost so much ability to make things. American Giant is a company that's pushing back against this tide. They make high-quality clothing sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more right here in the USA. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, promo code STAPLE20. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.